I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. It is Monday, August 8th, and Not Gambling Advice is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code JUSTBASEBALL when you download. That link is in our episode description, and you will get a full deposit match. In this episode, I got you for three MLB best bets as well as two to three prize pick selections. We're going to kind of talk about it because I'm not locked into anything yet, but I will be having a prize picks Twitter space popping off at 5 p.m. Eastern before the games begin. Still have to lock in some, but I haven't locked in any, so just kind of want to talk about them. But first, let's recap yesterday because as we know, this podcast is filmed five days a week, so we had a decent weekend, but not really. And yesterday was pretty annoying. We went one and one, which is always better than losing, but the Red Sox had me so upset. They burned us twice in a row, and they've officially been banned. You're done. You're done, Red Sox. They look like they weren't even trying. There's no sense in putting our hard-earned money on them for the rest of the season. I'm done. The Blue Jays came through. As Kevin Gosman made those proper adjustments I spoke about in my article, and we won through the first five innings. Overall, we ended the week in the green. That's always a win, but the weekend wasn't ideal. Mondays are historically weird in baseball. It's a travel day for most teams, so we have only seven games to choose from. Looking at the slate, most of these games are driven by heavy favorites. On the surface, it may look tough, but I have three plays with much better value than taking any of those favorites' money lines. Just a reminder, we are 155 and 132, winning at a 54% rate, plus 24.79 units. My goal is to get to 30 units on the season, and we're on our way today. First game, San Francisco Giants versus San Diego Padres at 9.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Alex Wood, lefty for the Giants, who's got a 4.42 ERA and a 1.25 whip, taking on Blake Snell, left-handed pitcher for the Padres, who's got a 4.16 ERA and a 1.33 whip. This type of play is starting to get old at this point. If you're a consistent reader of this column or listener of this podcast, first, I want to thank you. Second, you probably already know what I'm going to go with. I'm a Blake Snell stan, which means one of his biggest fans. But at the same time, this is a system play that has been one of the most profitable systems outside of our king, Cal Quantrill. What's that system play? Fading a team's offense coming off Sunday night baseball. Whether it makes sense or not, it's consistent in the fact that the team playing in a highly contested Sunday night baseball game often comes out slow the next day. I think the Giants, on the other side based on this, are a decent underdog. But I would never truthfully play them after seeing what kind of offense they bring to the table and who they face. Let's start with Blake Snell, who has an excellent matchup versus the, the new San Francisco Giants. The reason I say new is these are not your 107-win Giants anymore. Trading Darren Ruff certainly doesn't help the attack against lefties, and with Evan Longoria still in the IL, the matchups look grim. Since the All-Star break ended, they have performed fine at the plate against lefties, but nothing worrisome. They rank 14th in WRC Plus in that span, 15th in ISO, and 15th in OPS. I expect those numbers to drop against Blake Snell, who they've never been able to time up. Not only is Snell better at home, but the Giants' current roster doesn't have much of a prayer against him. Through 58 plate appearances against the Giants' current roster, Snell holds a 173 batting average, a 277 x Woba, and a 299 expected slugging with a 32.8% K rate. There is not a single Giants hitter I'm worried about in one of the best stadiums to pitch at in Peco. 
Opposing Snell will be Alex Wood, who's due for some positive regression. It doesn't really matter whether he's on the road or not, but it does matter who he faces. He faced the Padres three times this season, tossing 14.1 innings and allowing seven earned runs. That's not great, but his advanced numbers against the Padres' current roster relieve some of those worries. In 105 plate appearances, he holds a 240 opponent batting average, a 315 x Woba, and a 413 expected slugging with a 22.9% K rate. It's pretty good. But you may be wondering how the new additions, Josh Bell, Juan Soto, and Brandon Jury, are against Wood. They are combined 6 for 29. It's a 207 batting average with two extra base hits, both coming from Juan Soto. The Padres have a 52 WRC plus against lefties since the trade deadline, ranking 26th in baseball. Neither team had an off day in between, but both teams had plenty of length from their starters from Sunday. I'll be on both sides of this under, and I don't normally do this, but I love it that much, as I believe we see a fantastic Snell out and combined with a slow offense out of the gate by the Padres against Alex Wood. So the picks, not the pick, the picks, Giants versus Padres, first five under four runs at minus 110, and the full game under eight at minus 115. I have seen on some books that it's around seven and a half. I would take it. Second game, but of course, I love eight better. Washington Nationals versus the Chicago Cubs at 8.05 p.m. Eastern. We have Anibal Sanchez, who's a righty for the Nationals, who's 0-4 with a 7.65 ERA, 1.50 whip, taking on Keegan Thompson, a righty for the Cubs, who's 8-5, has got a 3.48 ERA and a 1.27 whip. We're going to head to Chicago for the first game of a three-game set. The Cubs open as minus 175 favorites before moving up to as high as minus 190 with pretty much everyone all over them. It's the right side, in my opinion, but you know me. I, I don't pay for high money line prices. I hate to be simple with my analysis, but this is a no-brainer for me. Similar to the Blue Jays bet yesterday, in which we won with the public all over it, this will be much of the same. Keegan Thompson will get the ball for the Cubs, who has severe home road splits. At home this season, he's rocking a 2.50 ERA compared to a 5.09 ERA on the road. He's never faced the Nationals in an extended setting, so this will be the first time they face a right-hander in a scheduled start. The Nationals used to have Juan Soto and Josh Bell. And even with them, since the also break, the Nationals rank 25th in WRC+, 27th in ISO, and 25th in OPS against righties. Facing off against Thompson is Anibal Sanchez, who is just a filler of innings for the Nationals at this point. He averages about 4.5 earned runs to start, and right-handed bats have been crushing him to a 1.056 OPS. The Cubs lineup is filled with right-handed bats, and we should, should see much of the same against Sanchez. The Cubs do not have a very good offense, not going to sugarcoat that, but they match up well here. The Cubs struggle against high below, strikeout-oriented type guys, but not slow pitch-to-contact guys. I remember manager David Ross was even having an interview, and he kind of gave away the game plan. That's when they were facing Carlos Rodon. I think it was Sunday Night Baseball uh, last week. And he said, we just don't match up against them. The reason being, high below, high strikeout guys, they really struggle against because they chase a lot. But Hannibal Sanchez doesn't make you chase. He pitches to contact. He's not very good, and the Cubs have a 101 WRC plus against righty since the All-Star break, ranking 19th in baseball. This is a lopsided matchup, and the Nationals will have to travel from Philly to Chicago without an off day while the Cubs get to sleep in their own beds. It's not a crazy long flight, and it's not much of an edge, but it's enough to add it on top of the disadvantages that the Nationals already have. So I'm going to be taking the Cubs through the first five innings at minus a half. I want their spread, minus 120, and that's 1.2 units to win one unit and remember this podcast is sponsored by prize picks use code just baseball when you download to get a full match on your deposit the best daily fantasy app that there is and of course i will be having a twitter space at 5 p.m eastern so make sure you're following my twitter that is in the episode link description as well but my twitter is peter apple 23 spelled p 
Peter, like P-E-T-E-R-A-P-P-E-L, and then the number's 23 on Twitter. Let's get into a couple of ones where I'm leaning. I'm trying to figure out how to play Blake Snell's fan. Blake Snell in general, his strikeouts, his pitching outs, his fantasy score. Like I said, the Giants weirdly might be a decent underdog play today. Not actually because I just don't think they're going to win, but based on the system, they're not a bad look, especially with a ton of the public hopping all over the Padres after a disappointing series against the Dodgers. So I don't lean his fantasy score as much, but I do think he's going to shove. I like 7Ks. I like over 17.5 pitching outs. I'm going to dive a little bit more deeper into that. But these are two guys on offense that I really like. I like Vladdy over 1.5 bases. I think he's going to crush Jordan Lyles today. Um, I think he's going to get a double. I think he's going to get multiple hits in this game. I love his matchup against Jordan Lyles. Exit velocities off the charts. Launch angles off the charts. And he's already performed decently well against Lyles in his career. But on the other side, I'm a big fan of Pete Alonso today. Unfortunately, his total bases are not on prize picks because they're minus 150 on books. Makes sense. I think he could hit a home run today off Justin Dunn, who he matches up really well against. We got to remember Pete Alonso is a guy with reverse splits. He's actually better against right-handed pitching. I'm willing to play his fantasy score. It's at eight and a half. I think the bo- uh, the top of the lineup for the Mets gets to Justin Dunn early. While um, the Mets are not coming off Sunday night baseball, they are coming off one of the more exciting games, but it's not Sunday night baseball, so it doesn't exactly fit in that system. I think the Mets, I mean, the Mets are minus 320 favorites here. Come on now. They're going to crush the Reds and Justin Dunn. Pete Alonso is going to be the driving force behind that. So I do like his fantasy score, but I hope that prize picks puts up his total bases or something else that we can work with because that eight and a half fantasy score is too high. But I think sprinkling on his home run prop is a very good play today. And that's most likely what I will be doing. So how can I not take the over eight and a half fantasy? So that'll do it for this episode of not gambling advice. That's it, people. I'm excited for this Monday. I got my iced coffee. Check me on TikTok. I'm going to be dropping the plays soon. Hopefully you guys enjoy. And remember, it's not gambling advice. Thank you.